Star Wars. You and your children loved it. Now the Earthlings at Kenner have asked my associate and me to present the Star Wars collection. Truly remarkable toys and games for your children. What are you so excited about now? My goodness, the Star Wars TIE Fighter and X-Wing Fighter. Now your children can relive our great space battles or collect our wonderful Star Wars companions with Kenner's Star Wars action figures. It's a little you. Kenner's new radio-controlled R2-D2 anyone can command. Ah, the Star Wars land speeder that moves like it's floating. And here's Kenner's Death Star space station. Four floors of action. A trash compactor too. Listen, R2. That's the Star Wars electronic laser battle. A game of speed, reflex, and reaction. These and other toys and games in Kenner's Star Wars collection are sold separately. Batteries are not included. May the force be with you and your children. fans and moof milkers everywhere and welcome to the 19th episode of blast points this week it's another special interview episode and this week i am joined with mr tom burgess howdy so tom is the host and what would you say for i grew up star wars what's the proper word what's the proper word for that you're the host you're the webmaster you run the site Host, webmaster uh uh Admin, shenaniganer, extraordinaire, I don't know. Grand Moff, whatever. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, there you go. And what, what I love Grand, about Grand I Grew Moff Up... Moff Burgess, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> what I love about I Grew Up Star Wars is it for fans of a certain age, it's, it's a literal time machine. It's where we can all go on and share this common memory we have of being a kid and playing with Luke and Leia and Han and... Looking at the photos reminds me of drinking Coca-Cola and bottles and birthday parties at Showbiz Pizza, you know? That's right. It's it's more than it's more than the toys and it's more than the iron-on uh, C3PO t-shirts. It's the uh, wood paneling, it's the spaghettios with meatballs, it's it's the whole package. It's the orange carpet. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, the <laughs> shag as as much shag carpet as you can uh, as you can uh, as you can muster. So how did you – well, two things. For, for Blast Points listeners, I mean, I just did my, my rough version of describing the site. How would you describe the site, and where did the, the whole concept for I Grew Up Star Wars, where did, where did that grow from? Where did it grow from? Well, I was uh, not – well, it's almost, what, 10 years now, almost? 2009, so maybe not 10 years, but – um, it, and it goes back further than that, you know. Uh, my dad was always uh, big on taking pictures. Uh, he would be the first guy on the, uh, you know, on the block to have a Polaroid uh, camera. He had reel to reel. He would record stuff on eight track. He was an audio video guy, so he was always taking pictures. It always, it wasn't. Uh, he wasn't taking pictures just for Halloween or Christmas or something. He had a camera in our face most of the time. Mm-hmm. So um, during when I was a kid, we would go camping a lot, and we would, you know, we'd be doing all these family things and stuff. And of course, uh, you know, during the seventies, um, uh, late seventies, when Star Wars came out, uh, you know, you had the uh, the T-shirts, and I was uh, seventy-eight. I was eight years old, and of course. Uh, when Star Wars came out, that changed everything. And I had, you know, the T-shirts and I had the toys and I brought the toys with me all over the place. So whenever um, uh, Dad brought out the camera when we were at Wallowa Lake or wherever, um, he would take a picture. And most of the time I was in a, a Star Wars T-shirt or, or I had a figure 
you're with me, and that made it into uh, into the shot. So when I was looking at um, going through some uh, photo albums uh, many years ago now, I noticed that uh, a lot of these pictures um, of me had Star Wars stuff in them. So I figured this couldn't be just me. Um, it had to be a lot of people that watched the movie and, and loved the, the films. So um, I think I first kind of... I can't be the first, but I was on Rebel Scum many years ago uh, on the vintage threads, and I think we uh, we started a thread uh, about uh, pictures, and um, it didn't really go anywhere. But I thought this was really really cool because I mean a lot of folks, you know, up- updated their photos on that particular thread. Mm-hmm. But I said I think I can take this a little further because it's kind of a kind of a fun idea. I thought uh, we might take this a little further. And um, uh, 2009, I was uh, talking with a friend of mine, Chris B, and he's uh, he's great at creating websites and that kind of thing. And we thought we would maybe. I, I was hoping he could help me put together a uh, collection of my stuff, and from there, you know, we could kind of keep this rolling, keep this little snowball uh, maybe packing, and uh, hopefully, it'll get bigger. So um, it has gotten quite a bit bigger and um we went from um you know 20 pictures to probably easily over a thousand now um and uh we are still transitioning to actually a new a new website which makes things quite a bit easier for me to upload and there's tagging now of of uh figures and uh uh, keywords and that kind of thing so it's really kind of cool so we transitioned from one website to another website, and uh, it just keeps growing. And just recently, uh, we had a lot of publicity with Yahoo, uh, yeah, Yahoo, Yahoo, <laughs> and a, a, a bunch of other news groups, uh, news websites that really kind of, uh, really kind of uh, um, did a lot of great stuff for the the website. It made a lot of people aware of of the fact that we're out there, and and it's really cool. So basically, it's uh, it's just a um, for the most part, it's a collection of childhood photos. My photos are all in there, of course. But uh, uh, anybody who wants to uh, donate their photos to the site can can absolutely do that. And it's uh, it's a now it's just a huge collection of childhood photos. So it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I like flipping through it because. You see, like, Star Wars and nostalgia now are really hand-in-hand in in so many ways. And I like going through it, and there are, I've noticed, there there were a couple pictures I saw with kids, like, kids today kind of playing with, uh, like, Force Awakens figures. Yeah, there's a a smattering of that. Um, Which I thought was awesome, because I was like, man, it's kind of, it's just in that little, those little photos, it's kind of saying how... Even the term, I like, I grew up Star Wars, doesn't refer to us old folks. It's even, like, the young kids that are growing up Star Wars with these new characters. Right, yeah, well, it's, it's definitely not for the, it's not for the old curmudgeons like me anymore. It's definitely <laughs> opened itself up, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of folks that, you know, uh, it's not, uh, it's, it, it's, it's something that I would prefer is keeping it vintage, but for mm-hmm. sure, it's, 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 it's bigger than me now. It's, it's, um. And if anybody wants to, uh, you know, send me anything, it's it's definitely it's it'll eventually be added. So yeah, anything from you know your kids, uh, my kid. Well, I don't have kids, but uh, you know anybody mm-hmm. who wants to donate a photo that I think or they think is relevant, and uh, it'll definitely get uh, make its way uh, to the website. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. So, there's so much Star Wars memory on your page, obviously, but for you. What what's your first memory of Star Wars? How did you get turned on to it way back in the day? Well, that's easy. I had a friend. Um, his name is Robbie. I think I can say his last name because he's a buddy of mine on Facebook, and he's actually on the Facebook page too. Uh, Robbie Kyle. We used to live together. Uh, well, not together, but in the same neighborhood. We mm-hmm. were uh, neighborhood buddies, childhood buddies um, uh, in Lewiston, Idaho. And uh, that's where I lived when I was a kid. And uh, one day uh, we were playing. I think he moved to Clarkston or something. It's not even important. But uh, I was uh, spending the night at his house, which, of course, to a you know an eight year old kid, that was a big deal. Oh yeah, uh, hanging out with your your buddy and and not 
sleeping and and usually I had to you know my folks insisted that I go to bed at nine o'clock but the fact to go to bed on a Friday uh, at 11 o'clock was just it was amazing to me so yeah, it's pretty I'm going fun. down another road. I, no. I, I do this a lot. I'm sorry, Jason. No. I'm into it. I'm into it. I like so, it. So uh, that night, well, as we were listening to crazy records, you're, when you're a kid in the 70s, you're, you're limited on entertainment. Yeah. So um, we, uh, he, was, he started telling me about a movie that he watched a few nights back, and he uh, proceeded to tell me in, you know, eight-year-old... Uh, his eight-year-old thought process of uh, what happened and crazy monsters in a bar and and uh, uh, Bigfoot-looking Wookiee guy and, and all kinds of stuff. It sounded amazing. So um, the next weekend, I had actually talked my dad into taking us to see Star Wars, and this was, I believe, it must have been 1978 because I don't think I would have caught it the first time around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was amazing. And, of course, from from there, I, uh, I don't remember anything about my childhood that didn't have stuff included that had anything to do other than star Wars. Yeah. Which was, uh, which was kind of cool. So no, yeah, I'm the same way. It's, you look back and I can remember just the star Wars stuff pretty much. Yeah. It's funny that, uh, you know, when you're a uh, eight year old in 1978 and star Wars comes on the scene, everything before that seems to, <laughs> seems to get a little bit, uh, uh, harder to remember but anything after that uh, when you were playing with star wars of course you i remember when i had when i got my first figure and and that kind of thing so, so it's really weird how star wars kind of was the uh kind of the way star wars had a, a waypoint in a lot of things in my life when i was a kid so i guess nowadays too but yeah, yeah <laughs> kind of funny so uh yeah i can thank i, I can thank robbie for uh for explaining Star Wars, and of course, um, I watched the first my first viewing of Star Wars with him. So that was that was really cool. Thank you, Robbie. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's probably uh, thinking, what well, what did I do? Because yeah, you know, we still uh, talk to each other every once in a while, and he'll remember. I'm I'm I've got my own podcast, and I'm going to have to have him on the show, and and we'll have to talk about what he remembers and what I remember because I think. You know, there's a few things that I remember better, and there's a few things that he does. So hopefully, we can kind of um, relive a few things that a uh, few folks might enjoy. That might be fun. What was your first figure? Oh, there was uh, uh, well, it, it's it's it was Obi Wan. So I'm assuming it must have been a peg warmer mm-hmm. uh, at at Kmart. Um, I was probably walking in there hoping to get uh, uh, Han Solo, which of course was my favorite at the time, but. Yeah, we. I had to. I had to go home with Obi Wan, but I. He's. He's got a special place in my heart. So, um, not the figure that I wanted, but definitely the figure that I ended up with. And and after that, I didn't. Uh, you know, I didn't hesitate to get as many as I could when they were available. So. Do you still have? Do you still have that Obi Wan figure? No, no. I. Uh, when eBay came on the scene, I uh, had the great idea to make a little cash. Yeah. <laughs> And I sold all my childhood figures. I uh, I mentioned this from time to time. I'm not I'm not real proud of that decision, but uh, I've I've replaced Obi Wan uh, a few times over with my <laughs> my personal collection now. So it's, I think it's pretty safe to say that yeah, I got rid of my childhood collection, but I definitely gained it back. Yeah, you made a couple. Yeah, made a couple times. Um. Yeah, definitely <laughs> not the figures that I played with when I was a kid. But you know, I I. I I, I'm a, I'm one of those guys that really appreciates minty figures, so I can kind of uh, uh, not recreate, but kind of get the feeling of a of a case fresh or opened figure right off the bubble. So that's something that uh, that's something that I like to to collect. Anything that's as new as possible as I can get a hold of is is uh, fine by me because I'm I'm a display guy nowadays. So. Yeah. Yeah. I- yeah. I did some. I did. I saw some videos on YouTube of your collection, and it was like I was like, "Whoa, whoa, holy!" Yeah, smokes. yeah. It's <laughs> it's it's getting big. I used to I collect a little bit of the prop replicas, and and uh, I'm quickly running out of room. And I've got a droid sitting over here, an R two from uh, kind of a R two builders kind of thing that I'm putting together. So it's nice. Yeah, it's a, 
it's an ongoing project. I think this whole Star Wars thing has been an ongoing project since, since 1978. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. I believe it. When you started collecting, um, like big time, when did you go, when did you start to realize, okay, I'm not... I'm not just collecting anymore. Like, this is getting serious. That's a good question. Um, you know, I always had my, up up to the point when, you know, I made that horrifying mistake uh, on eBay. Um, up to that point, I think I had started, oh, when was that? It must have been um, right around episode one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When I started, well, it was before that. I think uh, really when I started really collecting um, after my childhood figures was uh, was obviously, or maybe not obviously, but definitely 1995 when the uh, when the first Power of the Force two figures came on the scene. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, I one I was one of those guys who uh, drove around uh, to every possible place that could have had a figure. Uh, Safeway, Rite Aid, uh, all these little little mom and pop places that might have had figures. So I collected. You know, I was one of those guys who did uh, one to open and one to uh, <laughs> yeah, one to uh, yeah, one to uh, keep carded and maybe you know two to keep carded if I liked it. Uh, enough. So that's pretty much where it started. And, um, oh, right around 2002, maybe, is when I kind of gave up on the figures because I, I just had a feeling that modern figures were just going to keep going. And yeah. obviously, it, it's still going to this day. Um, but I branched out a little bit. I did some prop replicas. I knew a few guys that did some great Stormtrooper stuff. And I got a lot of things from them, um, uh, some of the full-size helmets and that kind of thing, uh, some of the EFX master replicas, uh, sabers and blasters and stuff, and some of the uh, vehicles and stuff. So some of the, a, a lot of the prop replicas was something that I kind of switched gears on and, of course, uh, dabbled a little bit in the Gentle Giant stuff. Oh, yeah. And I'm just kind of looking looking around the room here and uh, actually uh, did a few uh, X-Wing helmets and uh, detailed those up with different with different pilots uh, uh, insignias and that kind of thing. So nice. Yeah, it's kind of a it's kind of a fun collection. And then um, slowly kind of uh, or quickly got out of the modern figures and kind of swung back to the um, sw- uh, swung back to the vintage figures because I I. You know, I'm definitely uh, my my collection and my heart is definitely kind of uh, uh, nostalgic for the old days, which which of course um, sparked uh, the idea for IGrewUpStarWars.com, of course too. So uh, anything that's old um, or anything that reminds me of the the classic original trilogy is uh, is definitely something that's that's on my list. When, when and for some reason I was sparked to the memory when uh, when you were talking about '95 with like the power of the force figures, like how crazy it was that and driving all around because I did the same thing. Like there was no internet. So when someone you'd like go on the word of mouth of someone who'd be like, I heard the target's got, you know, I was there last night and they had six Yodas and you'd be like, what? You know? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, There was a, there was a few times where um, I would, uh, uh, just on the uh, the advice or the the hint of some some one of my friends, they would tell me that a new figure was out, and I would literally uh, try to find my way out of work or get out of work just to uh, you know hit the the nearest target. It was it was insane. It was insane. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. Nobody does Star Wars like the power of the Force from Kenner. Straight from the new Star Wars special edition come the creature figure two packs. Now you're a sand trooper aboard the massive reptilian dewback searching for rebel droids on Tatooine. Next, enter Mos Eisley as you and the Jawas command the Ronto. This beast of burden carries a heavy load, but only when it wants to. And waiting beneath the Millennium Falcon, Jabba the Hutt, as Han Solo bargained for your life with this vile gangster. Nobody does Star Wars like the power of the Force. Right here, Jabba. Two packs come with exclusive figure. Other figures and vehicles so as when you were playing with Star Wars stuff as a kid, obviously, did you have a favorite character um, that you always played with back then? You know, I go to the my my go to answer is always going to be Han Solo because he had kind of the uh, the, the bent arm, so yeah, oh, so he could kind of quick 
shot, you know, the the uh, any the poor Greedo in the uh, the green space outfit, mm-hmm. or Hammerhead in the uh, in uh, uh, Granny Granny swimsuit. Oh yeah. But uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stick to Han Solo. But I I'm gonna say that any of the first twelve figures or twenty one figures. That's my focus for vintage collecting. Any of the 21 figures are, are just uh, awesome. I do have to admit, when I was a kid, I never had a Luke, and I never had a Princess Leia. Wow. Which is, uh, unexplainably odd, but uh, uh, there it is. I'm, I'm, I just dropped that bombshell on your, on your podcast. Well, you had to get, then you had to get really creative with your stories then. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, you know, the fun thing is you, when you're a kid, you, you, you made up your own story. Or is you didn't you didn't go right off the uh, the movie. You you of course uh, created the the further adventures of Han Solo, right? And Death Star uh, Sans, Commander, Sans Luke and Leia. They were they were back at base doing gosh knows what. Han Han had Han had his own adventures. Is there a character that okay. <laughs> um, has as far as you has never been made into a figure that you are still wishing would get made? <laughs> of course, there's one figure that I wish would get made and uh i am a huge uh uh supporter of the uh star wars holiday special oh yeah and i, I would say that uh uh acmina b arthur's uh character acmina from the cantina there acmina cantina there you go. uh would be a fantastic figure and if they i, I keep telling this and it's and i'm completely serious we joke about this uh quite a bit uh, on on Galaxy Toys and uh, my podcast and and uh, on Facebook, but I am completely serious. If they decide to make an Acmina figure, I am going to buy two of them. Yeah, three of them. I'll buy them all. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Yeah. I said we're closed. Look, I'm sorry, we are closed. The Empire just imposed a curfew on this planet. Everybody has to leave right now. Just one more round, friend, then a homeward bound, friend, don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend, and then so long, friend. I mean, I... I would, probably didn't see you probably didn't see that coming, Jason. But there it is. No, I mean I'm cool with it because I I am a huge lumpy supporter. Like I would ah yes. If somebody if somebody put like a T-shirt online with just like a picture of Lumpy's head smiling, like you know, I would I'd be and if it was if they were like sorry this T-shirt's fifty dollars, I'd be like cool done. I'll take two. I'll, I'll take two. Yeah, I'll take yeah. So I'll take one so I can wear it every day, and then another one I can be buried in one day. Yeah, there you go. You know exactly. Did you watch the uh, holiday special when it was uh, first released? Well, so I was born in '76. So oh, okay, it was too young. Yeah, I was too young. Um, I like I was just young enough to see like a Star Wars it was the the original was the first movie I saw in the theater, but I was really young. Um, so I came in around Empire, and by Jedi, I was a raving maniac. Um, but, no, so the holiday special was weird for me because, like, I don't think, you know, in, like, the dark times and like, the 90s, mm-hmm. yep. I don't even know if I even knew it ever existed. And it, well, I, that, I mean, you, if, if you, that's the thing back then. If you didn't watch it then and there, you probably wouldn't have even heard about it. Yeah. I you know, to- the, the magic of the internet now is uh, it, everything's available at any time. But, you know, if you missed it, if you missed it back then because you were either too young or, you know, your 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 folks were at an Elks meeting and you couldn't <laughs> make it because you were sitting in the car, um, you're done. So, yeah, yeah I, was, I was lucky to see it and I, I loved it because... You know, back then I mentioned in one of my videos on the site. Um, I keep plugging the site, Jason. No, plug, plug away, plug away. Um, uh, I, I, you know, it's uh, it was great because it was it was the only Star Wars that you could get. Yeah. When the when Star Wars came out um, in nineteen seventy seven, and then it came back in seventy eight and seventy nine, and of course, you know. Um, if you didn't catch it at the theater, you were you were done. You mm-hmm. were done until it came back, or you could see the uh, special effects show. But you know that was released once or twice, 
in a blue moon. So mm-hmm. you have to, had to keep watching the TV guide. So when the holiday special came out, yeah, that was that was awesome because it didn't matter what was in it, as long as it's had Star Wars in the title. And uh, the only thing that we had was Star Wars the movie. And if that was gone, this was the next best thing. It was terrible. I wouldn't worry about Chewbacca. I know him, and he hasn't missed a life day yet, right? Well, there you go. He's not going to miss this one either. It's just taking him a little bit longer to get there, that's all. He'll make it. Come on, don't look so worried. Now, Chewie's not going to want to come home to a house full of long faces, is he? Come on, Mala, let's see a little smile. Come on. There, that's better. Try to enjoy your life day. I gotta get back to this engine. I think we might have it solved. And and I I appreciate that. I know people don't like it. But when you're a kid sitting down, uh, you know, downstairs and your mom uh, whips you up some homemade French fries and uh, you're ready to go and you're you're totally uh, into watching the show, it's uh, it's definitely something that you're going to remember. So. Oh, absolutely. And it is definitely something that I remember. So the holiday special can do no wrong for me. I mean, and I, yeah, like I, when you were talking about that, it, it reminded me, like, I have very fond memories of the first Ewok movie coming on ABC. Oh, yeah. And Good do you, stuff. Do you remember when the Ewok movie came out? It was a big deal that it was in stereo and it was broadcast on the radio. So you could, so most TVs were still mono back then. And you, yeah, that must have been 84, right? Yeah, because I remember like I had a boombox in my bedroom and I like, tuned in on the radio station and I listened to the Ewok movie in stereo on headphones, like my dad's headphones from like... The, oh, that's, that's, a, that's a great memory. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was... Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of listening to Star Wars, I, uh, I was really disappointed uh, because this happened much way after the fact um the uh, star wars radio drama first came out in 1981 yeah and uh, that was something that was completely not on my radar and it just you know breezed past me but uh man that would have been something that i uh i would have loved and i would have eaten up back in 81 that was you know that was just after empire so we were still kind of uh just still kind of uh just enjoying basking in the empire strikes back uh uh limelight there and uh just to hear the story of uh of the you know the original original movie i guess because it adds a lot of really cool dimension because of course you don't you don't see it on the radio obviously but you hear it and of course they uh you know they really um uh did a great job with uh with um the characters and the storyline and that kind of thing so they I don't know how many hours they did with the original uh, Star Wars movie on the radio drama, but it's, it must yeah. have been maybe ten, nine, ten hours. It's long. It is long. Yeah. Yeah. So that would have been that would have been something I definitely would have enjoyed. But later on in my life, I I definitely picked up on it, and uh, yeah, it's uh, going down another tangent. But it's uh, it's that was a great. Uh, that was a great piece of uh, Star Wars history there also. Yeah, and I'm surprised no one, especially with, like, the podcasting boom, like, I'm surprised no one is, like, some crazy fans have taken upon themselves to be, like, let's do fan-made radio dramas of the prequels and Force Awakens and Rogue One and let's do everything. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, that that'd be kind of a kind of a cool project to do. Yeah, you could do it, like, in, you know, 45-minute, hour-long segments. I don't know. Anybody, I think you'd get a pretty good audience for that, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anybody listening, feel free to start that. Where I feel like, yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, as a kid, did you? I'll be Jar Jar. Yeah. <laughs> if I can be Captain Tarples, we're, yeah, yeah, we're down. Call That'd be me. Great. Call me. You know, we're on the internet. You know how to find us. <laughs> right. Um, so, when you were as a kid and you're playing with your Star Wars figures, did you cross them over with anything ever? Like, did your G.I. Joes and your Star Wars ever cross over? Or like, Mike- I had a few. You know, it's funny. I had um, I had one or two. Well, more than one or two. I had a good handful of G.I. Joes. But um, I think the figures that I really liked and I played with with my Star Wars figures were, of course, the, uh, the uh, Adventure People. 
Okay, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, Fisher that's, Price Adventure people. And, of course, um, uh, my parents were German, so we used to go to Germany a lot. And, of course, they had, um, <clears throat> they had Playmobil in, in Europe, mm-hmm. and that was something that wasn't all that available in the States. So um, I used to get big castle play sets and space play sets and that kind of thing. And I bring them back. And the great thing about Playmobil is that they have a lot of accessories like little plates. And, and so that the, um, castle scene had tons of goblets and swords and stuff and tables. And what I would do is I would take the Vader, uh, uh, Vader figure. And of course, um, the, uh, adventure people that I had were very well played with. So they were pretty loose. Mm-hmm pretty floppy so what i would do is vader would would interrogate these adventure people and throw them into the 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 plates and stuff like that so (laughs) i would meticulously set up these ridiculous scenes with plates stacked up and and that that kind of thing all all you know stuff that would of course be flung apart once i threw the adventure people into the into the scene so um i had a lot of a lot of fun, and I, I guess I'm sounding really crazy right now, but uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of, it was kind of uh, it was kind of fun. It would take me hours to set the stuff up, and and just a few minutes to uh, destroy. Oh yeah, it made me think like I had um, for some reason we had I think it was like a 1980s staple. There was like bricks that were made of cardboard for some reason, and you like stacked them up. For some reason, we had like a ton of these bricks. So I would spend. Hours. Cardboard bricks? They were yeah, they were like cardboard red bricks. Huh. I don't so I like would stack all these up. I don't know what the play value of these were at all, but for <laughs> some reason we had like 50 of them. Um so I would stack them up like for hours. And then like, you know, I'd put the Millennium Falcon in one hand and like an X-Wing in another hand, and they would just endlessly fly through these bricks, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> and they'd be yeah. stormtroopers all over the bricks and they'd be like, oh no, there it comes. And it all would fall over, you know. Well, the you know, half the fun of playing Star Wars was uh, you know, destroying the the landscape around you. So that's I don't I don't blame you. It was definitely definitely fun. So I saw you um, are uh, like an arcade video game fan also. Yeah, for sure. Yep. So when you, in that time, in like 70s, 80s, did you play any of the old Atari Star Wars games that were out there? Yeah, I played uh, Empire Strikes Back when they came, that came out, oh, uh, man. the Atari 2600 game. Yeah. Uh, the one where you're flying the... Uh, snow speeder and and destroying an endless supply of adats and also from parker star wars you saw luke skywalker battle the imperial walker now bring the battle home play the empire strikes back where the challenge never ends the empire strikes back and frogger video games only from parker that was a good one um there were a few more that weren't quite as good it was some of the return of the jedi ones were pretty pretty hideous and awful but um, my favorite one was definitely uh, definitely uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. I was crazy with Jedi Arena for some reason. You are entering a battlefield of the future. The Star Wars Jedi Arena. Becoming a Jedi Master takes practice. Using your lightsaber, try to penetrate your opponent's defenses. But watch out, the Whirling Seeker can attack on its own. So follow your instincts. Ah, now you're ready to take on any challenger who dares to oppose you. Play the Jedi Arena home video game. Alone or head-to-head, the challenge awaits you. From Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. Yeah, yeah, that, that was one that that I didn't really dig too much, but uh, you know, in a pinch, it was it wasn't too bad for a couple moments. I sometimes I always think about the Rares of the Lost Ark game, and like I was like, I, well, I should, if I had a bucket list, like it'd be like beat the Rares of the Lost Ark Atari game because that game seemed like the most seemingly impossible, confusing thing of all time. Well, when that came out in '81, and uh, I think ET came out in '82, I was I was a kid that was used to just you know throwing the cartridge in the Atari, and just there you go, you're 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 in, you're playing. I mean, reading a manual, what you had you had to do that with these games, oh, yeah. especially ET, and and most definitely Raiders of the Lost Ark. I I I, don't, I didn't even know that they came with manuals, and <laughs> for me to walk around in the 
marketplace and get eaten by the snake all, or get bitten by the snake all the time. The, you know, that, yeah. that my, my, <laughs> my, my, uh, attention span was, uh, was pretty, pretty short and there's no way, there's no way I would have, uh, uh, finished that game because I, I never read the manual and, uh, that was definitely something you had to do with those games. Like you had to read the manual to figure out that the yellow block was supposed to be Indiana Jones. I think. Right. Who knew? Yeah. Right. And, and, and then, uh, you know, you hear on the schoolyard that you could take a grenade and blow, uh, 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 a wall open. And, yeah. you know, we all ran home to try that. Can Indiana Jones escape from the forces of evil? Can he survive 13 fiendish situations? Will Indy make it all the way? Find out in Atari's Raiders of the Lost Ark adventure game. It's diabolically difficult. It's mysterious. It's never the same twice. And it's only from Atari. So the the great documentary Plastic Galaxy. How did you get involved in that? Um, that's a good question. Uh, Brian Stillman, of course, the producer of uh, Plastic Galaxy, called me up. No, it, it, he knew about the website, and uh, he knew about. Uh, I don't know if I had a Facebook page. I must have had a Facebook page, and uh, obviously I did. Uh, I think he either sent me uh, an IM through Facebook. Or he sent me an email um, asking, uh, he would be in the Seattle area, and uh, he was asking if I would do a little interview about the, uh, the, the website. So I thought, yeah, of course, that would, uh, that would be great. And I didn't know anything of Brian. I, um, so uh, I think he went, uh, did a little filming with Gus Lopez here, who lives in the Seattle area. And uh, he came down to Olympia to visit me, and uh, we set up uh, the camera, you know, in the corner here in the room, and uh, we did a little interview, and uh, uh, we spent about uh, four or five hours together, and it was uh, it was a great time. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it's still streaming on like Amazon. I think. Yeah. Well, every once in a while, you know, someone will bring it up, and I'm really, I'm just so fortunate to. And once again, I want to thank. Uh, brian for letting me uh be on the show so it's uh, it's a great one and when it came out um it was it was pretty awesome uh before the uh the video uh came out we um it's uh, we have a, a big collector kind of get together that we did in seattle here and uh, uh, uh our team of folks um we watched uh, return of the jedi in a small theater in north bend here in in washington wow uh, washington state and afterward brian of course was there because he was invited because uh, he's friends uh with all of these uh great collectors that i know and uh, we watched a little sneak preview of uh, Gal- uh plastic galaxy and it was uh, it was awesome so we're really excited, and and I was one of the few folks to get a, a nice little uh, preview of that, and uh, it's a great show. Uh, yeah. I don't think it could have been done any better. I mean, the the folks that he got to interview, as far as the the creators at Kenner and stuff, is just is just amazing. And I don't think you could, I don't think anybody else could have pulled it off any better than Brian did. So. Now, you, you have a line at the, towards the end of the movie where you say the compelling thing about these toys is they take you back in time. And so when you when you look back to how you thought uh, what Star Wars meant to you when you were young, um, how is that versus what Star Wars means to you today? I don't think it's changed, really. It's kind of weird because when I was a kid, I was so enthralled. I would, I would you know take these uh comic books and i would read them and i would ride my bike to the uh to the store and get uh, the trading cards and i would just eat all that stuff up mm-hmm. i would read the back of everyone to see how things were made and and the story behind the stormtroopers and who they were and and who luke was and and uh now it's you know getting up going to work walking down my staircase and seeing all of my uh, carded figures from 1978 and uh you know before i jump in the car and drive to work it's uh it's it's cool because um every 
every time I walk down the stairway, I have all a lot of my stuff in the stairway um, at my house, and uh, it just reminds me of uh, being a kid. So that's uh, that's a fun reminder, and of course, I get to go through that every time I walk down the stairs. <laughs> that's awesome. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So out of everything in your collection that you have right now, um, what for you has the most meaning? Ah, that's tough. I don't know. Um, I do have a new display that has the first 21 figures on it, and it kind of looks like the – it was modeled after the the card back. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to send you a picture of that sometime if you haven't seen it, Jason. But That's, it's uh, that it's sounds cool. Awesome. It's got all of the the 21 figures that I grew up with. The, those those figures, those first figures, were definitely the ones that I enjoyed the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if I, if I had a fire, I'll tell you, I'm I'm taking that display and running out and. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's probably you know that would definitely be the first thing that I that I pull out of here. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, send me a picture. I got to see it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, for sure. Are you going to do anything to celebrate the love on May the 4th? Do you have any any plans, anything to celebrate Star Wars love? Not really, but I do have a uh, giveaway at uh, the I Grow Up Star Wars Facebook page. Uh, it's one of the gentle giant uh, Star Wars jumbo 12 inch star, uh, stormtroopers oh, on yeah. the, uh, the double racetrack, uh, Star Wars card. Wow. And I'm giving one of those away to, uh, kind of, uh, let folks, uh, know that I appreciate, uh, their help on the website and, uh, just kind of, uh, happy that, uh, recently, uh, you know, I've got we've gotten a lot of news and a lot of exposure with uh, uh, online, so that's just been really awesome. So um, on the fourth, we're going to be holding that drawing, so one of you out there will be hopefully uh, winning that. So that's, good luck. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so even beyond that, what's 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 the future when you look in the crystal ball for I grew up Star Wars? Like, what haven't you done yet? Like you said, you're going to a new new a new site. That's but like what. What are, what, are, what, are, what are your goals with the site? Where, where's it going? Just to get bigger, I think what we want to do is do more uh, videos. There's a video uh, area that I create uh, dopey homages up to my childhood. And I've got some goofy puppet sidekicks, and it's, it's, it's ridiculous, and uh, it's, it's fun. Uh, so what I'll the only thing I want uh, what I want more than anything is for folks to just send me their childhood photos so I can add them to the site. Um, about a thousand pictures now. I would love, uh, you know, I would love to end this at ten thousand pictures. Wow! Or, yeah. I don't know as as many as I can fit on. Uh, that's great. Um, that, that is something that I would, uh, I would love have you just st- to, just to have the, just to have the website grow. Have you started to get some more photos outside of, uh, the U S have you have like your Europe or beyond starts? Oh yeah. Yeah. We've got, uh, quite a few UK, uh, Germany, um, France. There's actually quite a few collectors that I know personally from the website. And that's brought me a lot of, 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 fans of the website but also uh you know folks that have turned out to be friends so um the website has been really great for uh, making new friends so that's 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 awesome too yeah that's that's what it's all about yeah uh, japan all over the place really um um nowhere too crazy you know i haven't haven't gotten anybody from antarctica yet but yeah i'm sure that's gonna you know that'll that's just it's just a matter of time oh the star wars fans are everywhere now from Kenner's Star Wars collection, it's the Patrol Dubak action figures sold separately. Let's find the droids, Dubak. Hi, R2. You can imagine you're a stormtrooper on the Patrol Dubak, searching for R2D2 and C3PO. Look both ways, Dubak. By moving his tail, you can make Dubak's head turn left and right. You can move his legs too. The new Star Wars Patrol Dubak from the Star Wars collection. Action figures each sold separately by Kenner. So let's start out with some rapid-fire questions. What color would your lightsaber be? Uh, blue. Blue.
blue. Uh, any reason why? Uh, that's the good guy lightsaber, and I'm a I'm a I'm a good dude. I'm right there with you. Uh, <laughs> favorite Star Wars movie as a kid versus today. Uh, Star Wars and Star Wars, the first one, Episode Four. Beautiful. Favorite Cantina alien. Uh, Hammerhead. Okay. That's his name. It's not Moma Don Madone and, and <laughs> Snoo- Snoogie Floogie. It's Hammerhead. Uh, favorite Ewok. Oh, that's a quick one. That's probably going to be my uh, my man Warwick Davis. Yeah. That would be uh, that would be a Wicket, of course. Mm-hmm. Favorite piece of John Williams music from any of the Star Wars films? Princess Leia theme. Be- interesting. Uh, Star Wars. Wow, I like that. That's not one you hear very often, but I love it. It's a great one, and uh, actually wasn't in the movie, but uh, they have used it at nauseum in almost every other Star Wars movie <laughs> out there nowadays. So it's true. Uh, that's that's a great one. It's definitely uh, if you haven't listened to it lately, uh, listen to Princess Leia's theme. It's uh, it's definitely iconic. Uh, Love it. F- favorite background droid. Oh, uh, I would say, uh, boy, it's between the gonk or the, uh, the black Death Star droid on the first Death Star. I'm going to go with uh, that uh, Death Star droid. Nice. Uh, best hair in Star Wars. Oh, the whole saga. Uh, well, P- Princess Leia's buns in uh, episode four. Was Han Solo's coat blue or brown? Brown. Not interesting, Jason. It was brown. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, I'm uh, Jason. Uh, actually, it's funny because your name is Jason, but Jason Latrell is. We we go round and round on this. So Jason's brown for sure. Just because uh, Kenner screwed it up, uh, they had some bad uh, reference material. Uh, just because it's blue on the on the toy doesn't mean that it's blue. It's brown. Interest. Okay. What do you think? What do you think about that? Well, okay. I know. I know. Factually, it's brown. In real, right. If 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 they're like Jason coming to Jason, it it ends right there. Yeah. Factually, it's brown. But in in my mind, it's no butts, Jason. <laughs> Go ahead. Because the figure was blue, and his adventures on Tauntauns when I was a kid, it was blue. Sure. Absolutely. It, like in my head, it's still blue. Like if you woke me up in the middle of the night and shook me and said, "What color is Han Solo's coat on Hoth?" I'd say blue. You know, but like right in, in a rational mind, I really know it's brown. It is brown, and I'm just I'm just going with. I, I'm such a fan of the props and costumes. You know, once I saw the coat at Celebration, was it three? It must have been Celebration three or four. It was clearly brown. So you know, yeah. Once you see the real thing, everything that trumps everything. So yeah. yeah, you bet. I played with Hoth Han from 1980 until you know two days ago. <laughs> but the coat, the coat is brown, so we're gonna have to go with brown. So I love it. How can people contribute if they're listening to this and they say, "Hey, I've got old Star Wars photos. I want to contribute. I want to be a part of this." What do they do? I hope that your listeners do, and if they do, you are more than welcome to join the Facebook page. Uh, if you are on Facebook, and who isn't nowadays? Sure. Uh, look up all crunched in all one word. I grew up Star Wars. Dot com. I think there's a dot com trailing on there. So I grew up Star Wars. Dot com. If you want to send me an email. Of course, you want to visit the website first of all. I grew up Star Wars. Dot com. I grew up Star Wars. All squished together. Um, it's great. So go ahead, check out the website. Uh, that'll give you an idea of what I'm all about and, uh, what the website's all about and, uh, visit the Facebook page and send me, you can also send me an email at admin at I grew up star wars.com. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And what's what's your podcast? So if other folks can listen to that too, let everyone know. Well, uh, I'm coming back with the I Grew Up Star Wars podcast, but we're also uh, I'm also a part of uh, Galaxy of Toys uh, uh, podcast network. Or I d- we just changed the name, but it's Galaxy of Toys. If you if you go to iTunes or Stitcher, you can find Galaxy of Toys, and we are there. And uh, my friends and I. Um, have some great uh, bit of podcasts. We've got the uh, um, just podcasts about uh, toy run stuff. You know, uh, Chris and uh, Jake have uh, a 
great podcast about uh, uh, current stuff. Uh, Galaxy of Toys, we talk about uh, a lot of the new stuff, but we also kind of visit the vintage stuff and we kind of tear that apart. And uh, there's comic spinner rack kind of stuff, and there's all kinds of cool stuff there. So if you've got uh, some time and uh, you want to add a new there, uh, a new bit of uh, Star Wars podcast to your iPod listening pleasure, you can uh, look up Galaxy Toys, and all of our good stuff is there. That's awesome. Well, I love it, and like I said, I love your site. I love what you're doing, and thank uh, you. Um, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much, Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Jason. Oh, yeah, anytime. Let's do this again sometime. Sounds good. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. So I just want to thank Tom once again for that great interview, Um, taking the time to talk to me. I appreciate it so much. And seriously, uh, check out IGrewUpStarWars.com. Take the time to flip through it. It's so much fun to look through. So many great Star Wars memories on there. Um, the links to everything he was talking about, you can find those in the show notes if you want to go directly. But I grew up Star Wars. It's just I grew up Star Pretty easy to find. So if you liked the show, leave us a review on iTunes and I will read your review on the next show. On that next show, Gabe is back. This is so wizarding. And we are going to be talking about some of our favorite Star Wars trailers. The teasers, the trailers, there's a lot of them, and we have a lot of favorites. In the meantime, you can let us know what some of your favorite Star Wars trailers or teasers are, or what you thought of this show on Twitter, just do blast underscore points, or on our Facebook page. You can also check out the Blast Points Instagram page. And you can read my writings about Star Wars and my weekly Clone Wars recaps over at DoomRocket.com. So thank you for listening to Blast Points, and until next week... May the Force be with you. Goodbye, old friend. May the Force be with you. fairy tale, which I really liked because it took me on an adventure. I really understood robot R2-D2's feelings when he was scared and when he was crying. I especially liked the special effects, especially the moving monster chess figures. My favorite part was when the stars, Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Chewbacca the Wookiee were stuck in the garbage compactor, and just as they were going to be squished, the wall stopped moving. I liked the film but there are some parts that were hard to understand, such as how a simple boy from the country can fly a spaceship and shoot a gun and hit right on target. And that Princess Lee was sure bossy. I'm Alvin Fitz from Toronto, and that's entertainment. Yep, yep.